Hey, Giant fans. Welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper with 90% of my voice back. With me, as always, is a beat writer in the heart of Giants Nation. Nobody beats the biz. Chris Bizignano. Chris, before we get started with the G-Men. Well, first off, your, your voice sounds 100%, by the yeah, way. Thank you, name, thank you. It'll, it'll, it might peter around 25 minutes in. It, it seems to do that. <laughs> well, right now it sounds 100 good. Awesome. Before we start, dude, can we just real quick, maybe for five minutes, talk about the ridiculously awesome okay. event that happened this weekend at MetLife Stadium? Like the production that that was. Incredible. I mean, Incredible. like, I, I have to think of gained hockey fans, but like wow. between the Devil's Flyers, Rangers Islanders, the production, <laughs> what? The, the, the Tommy DeVito intro, which was done right. so well. Right, right, right. Like, I mean, talking about Jersey. And the only thing I actually, Chris, I'll tell you what, the only thing I didn't like was for the devil game when they talked about the history across the parking lot. I figured they'd say the three cups and Messier was there. And I'm like, yeah, it's, that's great for Ranger fans, but I don't think the Devils fans give a crap about that when they won three afterwards. But that aside, right. I thought the production was absolutely incredible. And I'll say this, yep. as loud as that stadium was for the Devils and the Rangers, it was almost like you didn't know you were MetLife. Like we always talk about MetLife and we kind of like, are like, it's an okay stadium. But like, I just kind of well, like, it is. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> but it was it brings me back to like, if the Giants are good, how yeah. much do you care? I, I was thinking the same. No, I was thinking two things, Jerry. Um, how loud it was in there for a hockey right. game. Yeah. And I'm saying to myself, did you notice my little, you know, I put a little something on Twitter. This is the loudest I've heard in years. And it really has been. It really has been. Yeah. Um, and it just, you know, I know it's got a reputation of being quiet and all that stuff, but it makes you think, right? I'm saying to myself, wow, the excitement, the cheering, the, how loud it was. And I have, I, I know, I have, I, I know a few people that went to the, the Ranger game Sunday. Yeah. And, Me too. um, and they said it was, and they, I, I have, I have a friend that's been around forever and he's been to, He's covered all kinds of events, and he said, "Man, this is one of the most exciting things. It was loud. It was thrilling. Same thing. So it makes you think, right? Buddy of mine said it was the best sporting event he'd ever been to. Right, and it makes you think, like, well, let the Giants go to home field playoff games, and right, and don't get crazy, right? Right. Right. You know, the reputation. Well, I think part of the reputation is because there hasn't been good football in the stadium since 2011. Really, if you think about it, you know. Yeah. Right. Uh, You know, in 2016 they made the playoffs, right, and they lost. On the road, and last year they lose on the road in Minnesota. So we haven't had a playoff game in this Met Life, ex- except for 2011. Yep. Right when the Giants the Falcons. The, when they went to the Super Bowl, they had the Falcon game at home. That's it. Um, but I tell you what, can, I'm so I'm sitting there, Jerry, and I'm listening to the crowd Saturday night, and I'm listening to the Ranger game Sunday afternoon, and I'm saying, man, imagine the Giants in an NFC Championship game here. Oh my god, it would be rocking. It would rocking. be. It would rocking. be crazy. It would be insane. Yep. You know. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah, I, I tell you, man. But Jerry, you know, getting back, it was just an incredible event. If I just looked at it, Jerry, me and you are hockey fans, but I looked yeah. at a lot of people like this. You know, oh, I could take. I think people are watching. You know, well, like, yeah. man, I'm, this hockey shit is great. You know, and, and you know what, dude? Saturday, real quick, I was shocked that the Devils fans outnumbered the Flyer fans because I just well, figured yeah. they, I just figured they would go up the turnpike yeah. and take so it over. I. Yes, yeah, so right. And yeah. they didn't. And and you know yeah. what? I make the joke about no one cares about the Devils, dude. The Devils fans showed up. I mean, that was like yeah. Well, you know, it's a smaller fan base, but they'll show up. You no, know, so. that was good, man. It was really yeah. cool. I, and the, yeah. again, dude, I'm I'm very Jersey. Like the the intro with Devito and Frankie Valley playing in the background. Yeah. And well, and how DeVito about goes, Saquon and all those guys there? So you know, and that's what I wanted to bring up as well. Like yeah. I understood Devito. I get it. You know, he's New Jersey guy. Shepard is very popular. Mm-hmm. But I was a little surprised. Like. Okay, Saquon too. What? I don't know. I don't know what to think of that. Like, all right, great. I, I mean, yeah. I don't know. Hey, look, Jerry. You know, you know, guys like Justin Tucker, huge hockey fans, a huge right. Ranger fan. Right. I think a lot of people didn't know that. Call Banks. Right. We all know Call Banksy, the legend. He's a big hockey fan. He loves yeah. it. You know? So it's a great sport. Uh, yeah. I think uh, it was a great weekend for yeah. that. And why we, you know, it's, it happened in MetLife. You know, where the Giants played. I know the Jets supposedly played it too, but the, the Giants, you know, all that stuff. And um, it was great. It was great. It was great for hockey. Great for MetLife. And I just the what I came out of it most. One of the things that came out of it, Jerry, was that wow, you know what? It's freaking loud here. And this is a hockey game with only two points. It's not a playoff game, right. and it was loud. Right. And I'm saying to myself, man, if the Giants could put a team together and make a playoff run and home playoff games, 
this place would be freaking rocking. Yeah, yeah I, was, I was thinking the same thing. I thought, man, wow. you know, we always talk about MetLife, and I get it. it. It's a very mediocre stadium. But that night and that afternoon, it right. was awesome. And I just yeah. thought, man, if yeah. the Giants get good again, yeah. you know, who's going to care? Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. you, you don't concentrate on it as much. And and look, Jerry, you know, I, I got a little taste of it a couple of years ago when they beat the Colts at home to win that, yeah. to clinch right. the playoffs. You know, yes. I got a little, but it wasn't. It was loud in there that day. It was. It was definitely freaking loud. Daniel coming off the field, hugging yeah. Dave, you know, and it was definitely loud. But, you know, the playoffs is another level, right, Jerry? So if, you know, if they could, you know, if this organization, this team could get in the playoffs and, you know, get this roster together and make a run and start, you know, being a playoff team and home playoff games, man, it, it, it'll be loud. It'll be loud. Yeah. yeah. You know, it look, it won't be as loud as the old stadium. I get it. I've been yeah. in both. I've been in playoff games in, uh, uh, in the old stadium. But it'll be loud, Jerry. It'll it'll yeah. be crazy, you know. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was pretty. It was a pretty exciting weekend, you know, uh, and all that. So it was yeah. a good time. Uh, I like to see the Giants were there. I think Jets were there too. Some of the Jets were there too. Yeah, Mos Mosley and even uh, as someone said, Damian Woody's a big. Damian Woody was, was on he was TV. being interviewed. Damian Richie Wood. M. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then um, uh, Brees Hall was there. Like it was cool. It was very right. cool. Right. Right. So uh, yeah, that was a good stuff. And but I guess the news, Jerry. Um, of the week is yesterday the franchise slash transition tags. You can start applying them to your players. You have two weeks. March fifth is the last day, and yeah, you know, like like we've been reporting. You know, uh, Barkley's not going to get tagged. Uh, right. McKinney is not going to get tagged. Franchise mm -hmm. tagged. You know, uh, we could get into the transition a little bit uh, and talk about that. But you know, you, we knew that was coming, right? And I know they got two weeks, but I think it's pretty. Safe to say, Barkley's not getting tagged. Okay, right, right. And he'll probably going to hit free agency, and we'll see what happens. You know, like yeah. we've been talking about. You know, um, the tag with Barkley with the twenty percent bump, and of course he got it last year. It'll be around over twelve million. The Giants aren't doing that. Okay, so they're going to try to work on something with Saquon. Obviously, much lower than that, and they want it. Look, they does, do they want Saquon to stay? Uh, sure, but like we've talked about it numerous times. It's going to come down to dollars and cents and what they feel. The Giants have a ton of holes. Look, they're going to have more than 20 million cap. They're going to restructure a few guys. They're going to cut a few guys and then, you know, the salary cap projection. They'll have a little bit more to play. But it's not like, Jerry, it's not like they got some teams got 65, 70 million. Yeah, but the Giants much. don't have that. And, you know, right. even getting into the transition tag with, you know, Paul Schwartz or the post food out there, tell you, don't be surprised the Giants do that. You know, that's still going to be around 13 million for McKinney. Right. It's the top 10. Right. Salary caps, sal. You know what I mean. So it's a, you know, the franchise is top five, transition is top ten. Okay, right. and that's still right. be around thirteen million. And you look at that and go, which is a set number against you know if another team doesn't come along and offer them a better deal. Yeah, in their seven day window. So you know, so you look at that and go, that's still thirteen million against the cap. That's why I don't think the Giants will do that because if nobody offers them, now you got to give them that. Do the Giants want to do that when there's so many holes where maybe you could work on, you know, then you have to work on a deal with McKinney where you try to lower that cap number and extension. So, you know, and all that stuff. So it'll be interesting. Uh, but no, no franchise tags this year. You're allowed one, either a franchise or a transition. Um, yeah. And I know Paul Schwartz, who I respect a lot. Um, I know, you know, Paul's a very good friend of mine from the Post, and he, he put it out there. And he's right. You know, you, it's something to think about, something maybe he's even hearing. I don't know. Um, but um, it's very rarely done, Jerry. Yeah. Um, and I still don't expect it to be done, but we'll see. You know, we'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens in the next Dan, two weeks. Dan Mann asks, McKinney or Saquon, bigger need to be brought back. I go with X. I tend to agree with you. Yeah, I would go over safety over the running back too. But, you know, um, but Saquon adds so much to the offense too. So yeah. Uh, yeah. it's a tough call, man. It's a tough call. You know, I'm going through a lot of free agents now, Jerry. And if, if it doesn't work out, McKinney, you got veterans on the market. That are yeah. going to be cheaper than what McKinney's yeah. getting, you know. So we'll see which direction they're going. Can they afford Jerry to pay a guy like McKinney? Uh, pretty good money. We'll see how it works out. Yeah, because you know, you got the other side, you got uh Jason Pinnock, who's you know on his on his on his first deal, he's not making a lot of money. Yeah, so you Belton could do that. Too. Belton you know? too. Uh and Belton's a rookie, right? He's on a rookie yeah. contract, all yeah. that stuff. So yeah. Um, yeah, you could do that. You know, uh, if you if it doesn't work out with McKinney, you got some veterans out there. Even a guy like Eddie Jackson just hit the mark. I mean, how much yeah, are right. gonna, how much are you going to get? You know, they're not going to get 14, 15 million, right? So you got some veterans that could you, know, you could get in there for not the most expensive price tag. You know, um, 
Richie M asked, do you think anyone will give Saquon more than 12 million? Um, nobody that's not on crack. You know? <laughs> so I don't see it happening. No, I don't. Uh, now I think a team will come in maybe yeah. around 10, nine, 10, you know, stuff yeah. like that. Uh, uh, like a team like Baltimore, Baltimore, you know, a team that says, Hey, oh, Saquon could really put us over the top here. And, you know, off, uh, you know, we really need this guy. Well, you know, this is the final piece of our offense, something like that. He'll make good money. I don't think it'll be more than 12. No. It's funny. Like you see a lot of reports and it, it's not, not so much from people inside the building, but people just saying, can you imagine Barkley with Dallas? I can imagine him with almost every team other than like the 49ers, Chris, like, yes, yes. I can imagine with the Eagles. I can imagine with Dallas. I can imagine with the Patriots. I can imagine like other, I mean, even the, I wouldn't imagine with the Jets, maybe, but like almost every other team. Yes, guys. I, I can imagine him everywhere. It is what it is. So. Yeah, there's a lot of teams you could imagine with no question about it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> there's no question about it. Oh. Now you mentioned the giants are 20 million or so under the cap and you put out there, they could possibly free up money. By releasing Mark Lewinsky at 5.6 million, Aaron Robinson at 1.3. Mm-hmm. I think those two are almost foregone conclusions, mm-hmm. as well as Boogie Basham at 1.4. Like, <laughs> I don't even think there's anything to think about there. Like, all of a sudden, <laughs> no. you can get to like 28 million. It's like, yes, we're doing this. I mean, what are you yeah. doing? Why not? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I know a lot of people tweeted, you know, this week, I mean, about Darren Wallen. Oh, what? How about him too? We should be gone. You know, that look, I think Joe Shane made it pretty clear. We're not moving on from Darren Waller. You know? Yeah, he's a, he's a very good player. The problem we all know with him is staying on the field. But as far as actually releasing him, yeah. okay, and adding six, you know, six million, clearing up six million for the cap, that is not in their plans. There's something right. you know they look at Darren Waller as a guy like okay, hopefully he goes seventeen next year. And look, when he did play Jerry, he was effective, right? Yeah. He was I mean, effective. I'll take, I'll be honest with you, I'll take 12 from Waller and be happy. At this point. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. Let's get to that point. You know, yeah. but they're not at the stage of Giants like, we're, oh, we're going to release him. You know, yeah. And yeah. <laughs> that's another position, right? Tight end, like, you know, so uh, you know, that I think Shane pretty made made that clear at his postseason press that I'm moving off and down Waller, you know, so um, uh, don't, you know, I know a lot of people want to see that and this and that, but I look at it like, Look, his, I think his cap is fourteen million next year. It's a lot. Yeah, we'll see if they could do something with that. Right, but I don't think I do not see them releasing Darren at all. You know? and, and I'll be honest. Somebody mentioned on you know it's, again, it's Twitter or X, whatever. I, Dar, Darius Slayton is the least of my problems with the New York Giants guys. Like, yeah. I don't know why anybody would say get release him, just get cap space. Like, I mean, if there's anyone who's been the big play receiver, again, he's not a one. But you could do a lot worse. Like it's it's not even worth bringing up. But I have to bring it up just because you know it, it brought it up. That is what it is. But um, he's the least of the Giants' issues right now. So it's that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you know, um, no, Darius Slayton isn't going anywhere. So that's where we're at, dude. Um, it's gonna be interesting with Saquon. Let's face it. I'll do know? that. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be interesting, man. Because it's the first time he's probably gonna hit free agency, and it's gonna be. F- when March, I think it's March 11th is the first day you can, you know, free agency starts March 13th, I think, Jerry, but it really starts two days beforehand. Now, yeah, right, right. right. Because can you can negotiate with the agents. Yeah, yeah. And all these deals are basically done until the official two days later. So it's really yeah. March 11th free agency. Yep. So it's going to be um, really interesting, dude, to see what type of money, if he hits free agency, what type of money teams will be offering Saquon. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's yeah. going to be fascinating. Even McKinney, Jerry. You know, McKinney's going to be asking for a lot of money, right? It'd yeah. be interesting for, you know, to see how much teams offer him, you know? Yeah. Um, But let's, you know, the thing with Zay, uh, Xavier McKinney, is that in a different system, he could be really more effective. He basically played that single high with Wayne. Right, right. Wasn't really in a ton of position to make more plays, you know? Really had a solid second half of the year. Um, and look, he he keeps hinting out there, right, about how if he was in a different system, he would make more plays. You could tell what he's saying. He's all over Twitter all of a sudden, Zach McKinney. He's like tweeting right. all this stuff out, you know. Right. And he made a comment during the year about, you know, if, if you, you know, he, he'd be more of an impact, he was maybe diff, used differently and this and that, and you know, and all that stuff. But that's what Wink system was. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. What team, you know, what kind of money is being offered to him if the Giants don't transition to, you know, all that stuff, you know, so. 
Yeah. Which I don't I, I really look, I could be wrong, but I really don't expect to see that either. Um, but those are two guys because obviously they're very good football players, both of them. Right. And they're gonna be hitting the market, Jerry. And it's gonna be really interesting to see what kind of contracts come their way, you know. Yeah. Um, because let's face it, you know, Barkley is gonna be fascinating, but he's still gonna be 27. He's had numerous years he's been injured. Yeah. And that number in the NFL, 27, that's you start, you know, people yeah, look right. at the 27 number and say, okay, this is where yeah. they start going the other way, sure. right? Yeah, yep. I'm not saying Saquon will. No, but, the, but 25, 26, you start thinking about it 26, start, 25. Teams yeah, start thinking about 27 running yeah, backs, 28. Right. There's the decline, right? Right, 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 right. Well, what does Saquon do this year? Well, you know, he had 900 yards of 14, uh, 14 in. Pretty good, not not fantastic, you know. Right, right, right. right. So, um, you know, uh, it's going to be really interesting. I, I'm really, really interested to see what's going to happen with these two guys in free agency, man. Yeah. So this week, uh, we, we print Sunday. Uh, Chris wrote an article about how Joe Shane has to hit it out of the park, and he's 100% right. And one of the things we, we talked about before, you know, Chris and I were kind of talking about the article, and I, it's funny this comment comes up from Joe Miller. Excited to see what a healthy Wandale Robinson can do. I mean, I may, he can make the argument that he's been – you know, in the Kayvon Neal draft, Wando Robinson's been the most impactful player, and he missed the season. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I love what they can do with Wandale, what he showed last year, I think, with a number one. Um, if we can bring in a number one this year, whether it's in free agency or the draft, I just think it's going to open things up for Wandale. Um, but, yeah, Joe, I mean, I, I'm beyond excited. We just, I just said I think he's been the best draft pick so far. Um, you know, Tay Banks aside and what he can do, but in that draft, in the 20, was it 2022 draft? 2022, yeah. Yeah, Wandell Robinson's been their, I think he's their best player. So, yes, I completely he's, agree with you. Yeah, yeah. And look, Joe, this is going to be Joe Shane's second draft where he's had a top six pick, obviously yeah. five and two years ago and seven. And now this yeah. year is going to be six. So, this is going to be his, his second draft where he's had yeah. a top six pick. Yep. And look, uh, and folks who get the giant inside, I don't know why you wouldn't, but you, you'll be seeing it soon. And I basically put it out there like, hey, you got to draft some guys here that are real impact guys. You're going to have three picks in the top 47. Yeah. Three. Yep. And I, look, I don't like, I'm not big into comparisons like that, but folks, just, you just look what the Detroit Lions and Brad Holmes did last year. They had four picks, two number ones, two number twos. And all four guys made a huge impact on a team that should have went to the Super Bowl. Yeah. One guy, a rookie, was second team all pro. Yeah. And you'll see, like, I don't want to give away my column too much, but I'm not saying you got to draft. Oh, I, your draft should be, these guys should be an all pro at the end of 2020. I'm not saying that, but it's got to be a couple of these guys got to start looking at this and, oh, Man, we got an all pro. Yeah, we got an all. We got a pro bowler. Yeah, we got an impact guy for here. You know, this and that. I understand he drafted some starters and all that stuff, and that's great. But Jerry, you're not going to win this league unless you have impact players on both sides of the ball. Unless you got a Mahomes, okay, right. where he right. makes up for a lot of that. And the last time I looked, the Giants don't have Patrick Mahomes. Right, right. That's all I'm saying. So to me, Jerry, I don't know if you agree with me on this. This is a huge draft. Like I'm. I don't want nice players. I don't yeah. want guys at the start that are going to be, okay, I get it. That's part of it. But this roster needs impact players. Right. So you and your scouts, you better you better come in and land the, in some a couple of impact guys, bro. Yeah. Chris, we're going to take one break. We're 20 minutes in already. I can't believe it. Um, 66 watching, guys. Hit the thumbs up if you can. You're listening to the Giant Insider Podcast with Jerry Foley and Chris Bizignano. Hang on one second. And we're back. Folks, listen to the Giant Insider podcast with Nobody Beats the Biz, Chris Bizignano, and Jerry Foley. Um, yeah, so, dude, like, you look at 2022, you got Thibodeau, Neal, Wandale, Cordell Flott, Bellinger, Belton. I'm trying to remember as many as I can. Yeah. Darren Beavers, Micah McFadden. All right. No, okay. And then 2023, Tay Banks, probably, along with Wandale, the best pick so far. John Michael Schmitz, who had a up-and-down uh, rookie season. Jalen Hyatt, who we're all ecstatic about, but man, what, what is he, right? He's a 1A right now or 2A or whatever oh, you want to call it. Not a 1A, yeah. Right, not even a 1A. Yeah. He's, a, he's a 2 or a 3 or whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, 
Yeah. Hey, so we like the players. We like sure. the, the right, potential. Right. right. But it's got to be more than potential now. It's got to be like, it's got to be impact, like you said. And I'll say this, dude. Like, if the Patriots, with what we're maybe hearing, if the Patriots three pick is up for grabs, and you like one of those top three, mm-hmm. you make your move and you get. You make your move. You have to. And I think Joe will try that. Yeah. You know, I mean, it looks like the Bears are going to go Khalid Williams. Caleb right. Williams. It right. looks like they're going to go. Yeah, and Justin Fields stopped unfo- unfollowed them. Yeah. Whatever, well, you know what? Yeah. yeah, I saw that. But a lot of guys are doing that as well. I don't. You know, I'm not even looking into that anymore. Yeah, right. It's, so it's getting crazy. I see. So I saw somebody put something. Daniel Jones stopped following. The, I don't know what that was going. On. Yeah. So I don't even look at this. This is such an idiotic time of year. Yeah. Uh, I love people out there putting their rumors and asses. Rumors and that from where? Yeah. Rumors are coming out of the Giants building. Nobody's even in the Giants building this week. They're not even around. Right, I mean, right, it's, right. it's it's it's, you know so. You know, there's so much stupid crap going around. So, but, um, you know, but it looks like the Bears are going to go with Caleb Williams, right? Yeah. And if they're in New England, I think they'd be crazy unless they don't like these quarterbacks. Not, not it all depends on the scouts and their draft and the, the people in the building and what and who they like and all that, right? Liam says it's silly season. Yeah, that's great. That's great, actually. Yeah. Nice. yeah so, it, you know, um, it all depends on who they like. Who they, you know, if they feel they're going to draft out, you know, but yeah, it all depends on what. Joe Shane, his scout stable, who do they like, you know, um, and who goes? Uh, do they like Trey? I, I could tell you this. I think I said this before, Jerry. Um, it, it seems like around the league, somebody kind of told me this, like around the league, it seems like the common lineup for these quarterbacks, not everybody, but it seems to be uh, Williams, Jaden Daniels, and then yeah. Jake May. Right. And right. then JJ McCarthy behind them. That seems a way that seems to be JJ McCarthy where wow. this is going, you know. <laughs> now the pro days, you know, all that stuff. Uh, forget about the combine. I mean, the pro days would be a little bit, you know, you could check out some more stuff. But you gotta do look, Jerry, it's all this all comes down to scouts, GM, yeah. evaluating talent. You gotta look at the film, bro. And yeah. every you know, forget about this combine and all this crap. You know, you gotta look at the film, man. Yeah, and you got to see who's throwing. You know who's going through reads. You know what I mean? Who's picking up blitzes? Yep. Who's, you know, Jerry? Uh, who's making, you know, difficult throws off the back foot? The bl- yeah. all st- you. That's this is what separates the real good scouting staffs, the real good teams, than the mediocre teams, bro. Yeah, they look at you know they're going to look at these guys and go, well, you know what? He's in a compromise. He's made a lot of compromised throws. Yeah. Like that. Or you look at another guy. Well, you know what? When he's compromised, so it all comes down to this stuff, man. And who they decide, hey, yeah, I have Caleb Williams. I think it's pretty safe to say, Jerry, Caleb Williams is number one quarterback coming yes. out of this draft. Yeah. Now the argument's going to be two and three, in my opinion, right? Jay right. Daniels and then Caleb. Oh, Caleb, listen to me. And um, Drake May. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> and from what I understand, it seems to be Caleb Williams, Daniels. And then Drake May. Somebody told you, me that last week. Do you think that could change with the pro days and the combine? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Now things could change. Yeah. Like, hey, look, a lot of people love JJ McCarthy. Right. Is he a guy that could skyrocket after a, after a pro day? You look at him in Michigan. You say, well, they want a big throwing team. You know. Well, how do you make some? Th- you know. Uh, you know, Jim Harbaugh over there like to run the ball a lot. A lot of NFL stuff. You know. Well, well, how do you look in the red zone? You know, a lot of people like JJ McCarthy. A lot of yeah. people don't yeah. like JJ. Well, I should say a lot of people don't feel JJ McCarthy is a high first round pick. Yeah. But this is what separates Jerry. This is the Brett Veaches at Kansas City's and all these GMs, John Lynch's. This is what separates the real good GMs to guys like, you know what I mean? They evaluate yeah. differently. And that's the fascinating part of this draft, you know? That's the fascinating part of this draft. And, and, and you know, you, you look at it right now, and I'm sorry, you can't look at it and go, Nobody's a surefire pick and all that stuff, right? I think we've yeah. learned that over the years. Yeah. But right now, as we are talking on this podcast on February 21st, it seems to be the lineup of Caleb Williams, Jaden Daniels, and then Drake May, which, of course, that could all change. Not number one. I'm talking about two, three, and even a guy like J.J. McCarthy. You know what I mean? Brian, so, Brian Porce, uh, who I, we love. He's been a follower of ours for a long time. Risky. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Jay. But yeah, burning a bunch of picks to trade up is risky. Absolutely. That's why it has to be your guy. Like if you're lukewarm on Drake May or you're lukewarm on, on Jaden Daniels, like then you don't do it. And you stay at six and then you take the best player available. And then you see, all right, 
is JJ McCarthy, you know, if he's even there for your next pick or, 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 or Knicks, Bo Knicks, or, um, you know, like Penix, like they probably won't be there for the second round, but do you even want them there? Are they, where are they on your sheet? Where are they on your board? So I get it. You have to be in love with them, but you know, the consensus is the, it's those three and then everybody else and Caleb Williams at the top. So it's always risky, but it was risky when a Corsi did it right. Like, uh, listen, man, it's it, it's hindsight is twenty twenty, but when he made that, when Acorzi made that trade, I, there were giant fans that were like, "Why did we just take Roethlisberger?" Or you know, why did we make this move? Like, is Eli Manning that good? So there's always going to be question marks until they do it, until they win. So yeah, it's just what you have to do if you're that strong on a guy, you got to make your move. But I get it, Brian. It's completely risky. You're right. And then you make your move, Jeremy, and then you hope it works out. Right. You think the Ford and I didn't, didn't think it was going to work out when they moved to trade all those picks for Trey Lance? Trey Lance, right. And you they talk about, was, talk about, about Mr. Stepping, Bisky a couple of years ago. Talk about stepping in shit right afterwards and getting, you know, Purdy. Not that Purdy's the best, but my God, he went to the Super Bowl. But yeah, but Mr. He's good. Bisky. Right, 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 right. No, you said yeah. Mr. Relevant. He, the guy right. went to the Super Bowl. He went to the championship game and then the Super Bowl. Exactly. That's the yeah. scouting. They saw something in him. That yeah. separates. Yeah. The hell's that noise? <laughs> That's is that major? I didn't hear it. I hear something. I don't know. It must be on my side. But anyway, it's funny. You still here? Oh, it's just my. I did my brother. Anyway, that's the separate right. His hit. Look at this, John Lynch. This organization. They make the move for Trey Lance. Yeah. He's traded. They gave up all this, but he doesn't. He's not even on the team anymore. But then they took a flyer on this guy in the seventh round, and here yeah. he is. He's a future quarterback. Amazing, yeah. right? It's unbelievable. So, it really um, is. Trying to get to the, you have a lot of good comments. Crunch bunch. If we don't get a quarterback at six, I'm content with the fact that we either draft a Dunze or neighbors and take a flyer on a quarterback on the second round picks. And I don't think it would be a flyer. Um, I, I think it would be if they liked a guy, they would trade up to get him. That's what I think. I don't know, but I just think if you're drafting a quarterback, you wouldn't want to say, all right, let's wait and see if he comes to us. But I agree with you. You know, offensive line, um, best player available or one of those receivers. I am not going to be pissed at any of those receivers if they're taking it six. It's fine. I get it. So I agree. Good comment. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I, I think, right. Look, quarterback is in a conversation. Yeah. It's just a matter of not, you know, what they could do. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but quarterback is definitely, I've been saying this for weeks. Quarterback is definitely in a conversation, you know, with the Giants. No question about it. We'll see. Yeah, J.J. McCarthy seems to be the most polarizing of all the quarterbacks. Like, where does he go? Does he go <clears throat> at six or does he go at, you know, 22, say, right? And, you know, it's just – it's it's an interesting – he's an interesting guy because, like you said, not a huge passing game, but people seem to love him or they think, oh, my God, what are we doing? So, you know, I don't know. I don't know what to think of J.J. McCarthy yet, and I don't know if I'll even have an opinion by the time the draft rolls around. You have to put your faith in these guys sooner or later. Like if Shane wants them and takes them at six, it's like, all right, well, that's his guy then. Okay, he took him. So it's got to work now. You just I, – I, I, I'll put it this way. <clears throat> when Daniel Jones was taken at six, podcasts after podcasts leading up to that, Chris and I were pretty vocal, don't do that. I don't want that. If the Giants did that with McCarthy, I don't feel as strongly that don't do that. I just feel like, okay, this is what Joe Shane wants. Let's roll with it. That's all. Yeah, yeah. Um. I wouldn't be in <laughs> love with it, but I'm not going to be as nuclear. Mm. I wouldn't leave the draft over it. Put it that way. No, 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 not, not. Yeah, definitely not. But um, that would be interesting, you know. So uh, that would be interesting. I mean, they obviously, <laughs> boy, they got them uh, rated much higher than other people have rated, you know. <laughs> so, right. But like everything else, dude, time will tell. Yeah, you can't you can't destroy it until you see see these guys play, you know. You know, there so, you go, Chris. Um, yeah. Six words I want to hear on draft night. Joel Alt goes to the Giants. Yeah. yeah. I got news for you. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it won't be that. I won't be that, Joel. I think if this quarterback thing doesn't work out, either trade or somebody drops and they love him, whatever it might be, right? I think it's going to be a wide receiver. I really don't. I think okay. They, uh, that's my opinion right now. They're going to be a wide receiver, you know? And they have two second round picks, dude. Try to show up that line. But they all, I know for you know, the Giants look at it. Like we got to get a guy on the outside here, you know. That's uh, number one. 
could be it could be turned into a number one. Yeah. So yeah. do you do you see them do you see them maybe trying that in free agency with a T Higgins? Or do you see them saying, you know what, we're going to do this through the draft? I think it's draft, yeah. I, I do. I think I, I think draft. You know, I think someone. Yeah. Go no, no. I just think I got to Higgins is going to be tagged anyway. You know, before this is done. But um, I, I don't. I don't know. I, I don't see that. I think. Well, obviously, if they don't go near that, and why? Then they're going to be thinking wide receiver too. You know, in the draft. You know, so it's all part of the game. So Buffoon of the Week is not coming back, Curdy Kurt. But I mean, Tannenbaum's comment. This did you hear it, Chris, this week? Re refresh my memory. Yeah, like uh, he basically oh, the, a trade the or something? Draft yeah, scenario to Sean, Sean Watson for Daniel Jones, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's totally a move John Mara would make. Like, <laughs> like what? Like, that, are you crazy? That's that's so. It's like saying our plan is a spaceship to land and a. An entire offensive line comes out and they can play for us. Like, there's a better chance of that happening. Like, what? There's Tannenbaum. Are you insane? There's no way. And why would you do that? Oh my God. That time of year, let's get clicks. Even know? Tannenbaum, though. Like, he, somebody, he said something else too after that this week. I don't even know what else he said. I, I didn't get past that. What are you talking about, you know, so. I mean, that's a professional. That was a guy who was a GM and you're saying that. Like, are you crazy? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So yeah, it, look, and this guy, uh, Kyle Hobbs, comes up with a is that an Ottawa Senator thing there? Is yes, that, it is. Yes, it is. Ottawa Senator fan. I do um, I do love your captain. I'll be honest with you. I would love him on my team, Kachuk. Um Brady. What do you want? Do you want everybody guy. No, I know, but Brady Kachuk's a stud. But Kyle's right. You know, the team's from behind. Atlanta, Denver, you know, you know, who the hell yeah. might drop a bomb trade in there too, right? And right. Right. That's one of these guys because there's teams, there's plenty of teams that need quarterbacks, man. Yeah, and, and Oakland got a gift from what Garoppolo, right? The uh performance enhancing drugs the or something. Got gift. Yeah, he was gonna get released anyway. I mean, that was even more of a gift. So uh I think he was gonna get it, you know. So yeah, but they're they another team. Vegas is looking for a uh, quarter. They're not yeah, sold I don't good. think they're sold on that was Josh McDaniels guy. That was Josh McDaniels guy. So yeah. you know, yeah, a lot of teams are looking for quarterbacks. It's gonna be a fascinating draft, as it usually is, right? But this one's gonna be. Really interesting because the Giants are also in the market for a quarterback, no matter what they say. You know, it's I'm, gonna put you on, I'm gonna put you on the spot here. Mm. Paul, what would you rather have if you could be guaranteed that the line is fixed yet next year somehow, whether it's through free agency and the draft, and you get your number one? I don't care, they're all nameless. All these people are nameless, I'm saying, right? You get your number one receiver and you get your line fixed, but you have mm. Daniel Jones or you get your quarterback of the future that your friend that your GM believes in. What would you take? Quarterback of the future. I agree. Mm. I agree. And the other one's a quick fix, probably a road to the playoffs. Like you're probably going to make the playoffs if that were to happen, or a very good chance of competing each week. But yeah. I agree with you. Yes, you got to remember, you know, you could win football games without a number one receiver, a legit number one. You know, yes. I mean, you well, look, win... look, the Chiefs did. Yeah. I mean, you could win a lot of football games without a legit number one. Right. You know? um, right. But yeah, I would go with the quarterback. You know, that's our guy for the future. You know what I mean? Franchise that yeah. Joe Shea drafts and hopefully turns out to be a franchise guy. You know, here, here was the other one Thibodeau and next year's one and two to get to number one this year and draft Caleb Williams. Thibodeau next year's one and two. Oh, yeah. I don't think that I would even do it. I don't think it's enough. I don't think that would do it. No, no. I wouldn't do it. I think the Bears would say, yeah, give me like your next five number ones and then I'm maybe, sure it'd be maybe. a couple number ones and a number two and then it's probably <laughs> yeah. yeah you remember when the Chargers tried that with Ozzy remember they were trying to get Ozzy Umanura with that Peyton right. Manning and, uh, and, uh, and, and, Eli Manning trade you know? and of course to his credit was like no he's off the table I'm not yeah. making this trade like good yeah. for him man yeah and that was Ozzy wasn't Ozzy yet this yeah. was 2004 yeah. he was an up-and-comer but but they saw something in Ozzy. <laughs> he, yes. yeah, he was drafted in 03, I think, in the second round. And they wanted him in 04's draft swap. And, and of course, as you said, absolutely not. Yeah, that Ernie Okorzi was slick, man. He was he was good, that Okorzi, man. He was slick. <laughs> and he was really good in free agency. When you think about the free agency brought yes. in Burris and Pierce and McKenzie. And, oh, my God. And speaking of free agency, Jerry, you know, that's right around the corner. I'm going to put you on the spot. Mm. I'm going to put you on the spot now. Yeah. The Giants sign a free agent. What position is the first free agent signing by Joe Shane? Guard. Really? Yes. To me, it is. You because you want a veteran presence next to Evan Neal to try to fix that problem. <laughs> yeah. 
and, and Schmitz. You're going to have him in between. Right. God. Yeah, that's a good call. I, I like it. Uh, I actually wrote some guards, and there's some veteran guards that are going to be on the market. You know, I, I, I got to be honest with you, dude. Richie M agrees. Joe Miller agrees. Nice guys. Yeah. I got to be honest with you, Jerry. I mean, I wouldn't even mind Kevin Zeitler back here. I really oh, absolutely. I know he's 34, but that dude is still playing at a high Who level. Who cares? He's still playing at a high level, man. Yeah. How about yeah. him next to Evan Neal? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's right. It's not like my. It's not running back where he's 34. It's a guard. I'll take it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So you know, uh, 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 you know, there's a there's a Graham Glasgow. I see Glasgow and Dalton. Right. There's a few veterans, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, that are out there that. Not gonna be a shitload of money. It's gonna be money, but you know what I mean. But not like that. But uh, and it's something he desperately need. You know. Yeah, yeah. So the offensive line, dude. I agree with you, Jerry. Uh, this free agency, <laughs> you better go out and get a uh, ah, Cody White is. Eh, you know. Yeah, Richie M says, "What about the guard, the Bears?" Yeah, it's White here. I know he's talking about. It. Uh, yeah, yeah. Look, you could put him in that mix, um, but there's other guys too. Um, you know. So it'll be look. That offensive line has to be priority as usual. As usual, so <coughs> free agency hits, brother. And look, Jerry, you know, let's not forget Shane tried to address that two years ago and it didn't work out. Golinski was yeah, all right, and then disappointing. lost his job. Yeah, he's going to be released. I'm pretty sure real soon. Yeah, you know, free yeah. up some cap space. So you know, that's that's not. A, I like Kevin Dotson. I thought he had Dan. Good point, Dan. Um, I got Dotson on the list here, my list. Dan Mann contributes a lot of good comments, by the yeah. way. Yeah, he's pretty good, this guy, Dan Mann. Um, um, yeah, I like the year Dotson, half of the Rams. He was a big part of their rejuvenation Yeah, in L.A., that offensive yeah. line, who did a great job for him after, after the disaster last year. He was one of the reasons why Dotson. He plays right guard. I kind of like him, too. Um, but there's some guys out there, you know, no, no doubt. But Jerry Wright, offensive line, get a guard. You're going to – look, like I said, dude, you know, Shane knocked it out of the park with Bobby O'Currige. Yes. You know, no question mm. about it. But he did sign a guy two years ago, and he, you know, it didn't work out. Yeah. Okay. We got to tighten the ship here, brother. Yeah. Got to tighten the ship. You know, yeah. Like, 21 million, whatever it was. Now they're going to have to eat, you know, they're going to have to eat some dead cat and cut them probably. So what did I say? Like last podcast, I think it was like the, the, the next 10 moves they make. Eight of them have to be really good. They do. Like, if you're signing 10 or drafting, like in, in the in the middle of draft, if you combine signing and drafting, your next 10 moves have to be doubles and triples, if not home runs. They just have to. Got to get some a home run in there somewhere. You got to have a home yeah, run in there. You got to get some home runs, brother. Got to get yeah. some Aaron Judge stepping in the box, jacking some balls over that monster. You know, you got to get it done. I'm sorry, dude. Oh, you're not going to, oh, you're going to have another six and 11 year. Yeah. You know, um, like I said, you know, you signed a Golinski two years ago. He had a pretty decent first year. Not bad. He wasn't, he wasn't bad. Last year was a disaster, Jerry. Yeah. He couldn't start over Justin Pugh. No, I know. Come on, man. The guy was on the bench, right? Unbelievable. Yeah, Brennison was at right guard there. Time. Justin Pugh, when uh, Andrew came back, was at left guard. And he couldn't, you know, your seven, three-year, $21 million guy was on the, was on the sideline. Yeah. Got to tighten this up, man. Uh, you know, you got to get your scouts to go, guys. And there's some pretty good people in that building, no doubt about it. But guys, oh, you know, we got to tighten this up. We got, you know, we got to get some hits here. You know, and I credit to him, you know, the Bobby Curry, like I said. Oh, you know, great signing by Joe and all that. Yeah. But offensive line, man. I mean, so, it wasn't it wasn't a glaring of a miss, but Paris Campbell was a swing and a miss, too, right? I mean, Paris Campbell well, turned out to be a, not. I hate to say disaster, but he it's didn't work one out. year deal, but it didn't work out. It it didn't yeah. work out anywhere near but, what we thought. But what we said this time last year when oh, when he was signed was what Jerry? It's a low, it's a low, uh, low risk, risk high reward. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. a one year. If it didn't work, it didn't work. Boom. So it didn't work. Yeah, and boom, moving on. All right. So I'm not going to destroy him over that. But the point, overall point I'm making is that yeah, we got to tighten up this free agency, man. You know. 80, 84 watching, guys. Please hit the thumbs up on YouTube if you can. We really appreciate it. We're going to take a break and be right back after this. You listen to the Giant Insider Podcast. Hang on. And we're back, folks. Listen to the Giant Insider Podcast with Jerry Foley and Chris. Nobody beats the biz. Bizignano. Chris Roman Kushmikov. Sounds like a nice. sounds like a defenseman in the NHL. Yeah. Um, I hope I pronounced your name right, bud. Do you think DJ can be a top 10 quarterback with a great line and some weapons? Top 10? No. I'll go top 15, though. Okay. <laughs> Brian. 
Duke to the end. Great question, Roman. <laughs> Love you, Brian. <laughs> ah, that's great. Oh my God, that's so funny. Um, yeah, both UNC guards bust. Good point. Uh, Azudu and McKethan. No, not bust, but just what, Chris? Not that bust. I what just, are they not? Yeah, I just don't look at them as really starters. I'm sorry. There it is. Not not impact. Not starters. Yeah, yeah, right. I just you know I'm just not looking at them as starters right now. And I think if they have to start next year. If one of them has to start, I don't, you know, I just think it's going to be a problem again. And I'm not saying they're bad football players like that, but if you don't think the Giants are looking at their board right now in their offseason evaluation saying, well, we need a couple of guys, we got to upgrade the position. Or if you think they're sitting there after the season ended, when they do all the evaluations and Dable and Shane and all, and, and the new offensive line coach came in here a couple of weeks ago and they're sitting down saying, Okay, we're good with uh, Zuru and McCarthy and guards. Actually, we're good. We don't have to, we don't have to worry about that. You look, I got a, I got a, you know, I got a bridge to sell you. Are you out of your yeah. mind? Yeah. And if that is the case, that everybody should be fired after next year. I'm sorry, Liam. Good point. I don't want to think any of these young linemen as bust until Brasillo has some time with them. But I'm an optimist. No, it's good, yeah. good point. Look, buddy. I'm not saying anybody's a bust. Nope. No, no, I'm not saying McCarthy and Zuru bust. Zuru bust. I'm not saying that. But I'm like I just said. If, if you if you're gonna sit here and go, yeah, I'm gonna look. We saw McKethan last year too, but didn't me. You know, Azudu not bad. Got you know, guys, come on, we gotta get better up front, man. Yeah, and we, we, this is a team in our division that has three all pros on the yeah. offensive line. I mean, are you kidding me? Yeah, you know, I'm not saying you have to have three all pros, Jerry, but I'm saying you, we gotta get better here. Yeah, I think the mentality we gotta stop it. Oh, he's a nice play. He's a stop. Guys, we got to get better talent-wise. Look, if anybody doubted me, look at the damn playoffs. Go back to the, these playoff teams and look what they have on these squads. It's really amazing, Chris, because I'm not even counting quarterback, running back, and right tackle, which arguments say could all three be needs. But guard, guard, other corner, edge rusher, like that, that's four, right? Like hmm. what? And wide receiver. Like, did I say wide receiver? Guard, no, guard, no, edge rusher, serious. corner, wide <laughs> yeah. That's five you need. Starters, like right away. And I'm not even counting the fact that you may lose Barkley. Neil could be what he is. And I don't know if you're going to upgrade Jones. Jerry, do you Crap. realize something? Do you realize something? That, and I'm not down on Joe Shannon, but I'm just pointing out some things here, right? This is yeah. how big of a draft. You know, you had a seventh overall pick two years ago. And A, you don't even know if he's going to be a tackle in his third year. The position you drafted him at. Yeah. Right? And B, if he continues this trend of injuries and mediocre football, he might not even be in a league in two years. Yeah. He might play the one contract and done in this league. Yeah. That can't happen at seven overall, dude. And, guys, the point of this podcast <clears throat> is not send all of you running off bridges or anything like that, but it's just this has to – he's got to nail it. I mean, you, nail, you said it in the article, Chris, and it's 100% accurate. He has to nail these moves coming up, or we're going to be back holes. where we started. Yeah, you got to fill some holes, man. Guys, yeah. I legit started. Yeah. Dan, again, yeah. with another great comment. Yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely <laughs> we do. Sorry, Chris. Go ahead. Yeah, no, 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 Dan, that's a good comment. Dan, I got a bunch of veterans and free agents there. I think, guys, you could get, you know, I think the Giants might look at that, too. They need some, you know, guys up front, too, man, man. But, hey, look, and this isn't like a joke. All I'm saying is that. This draft, when you have three picks in the top 47, you got to fill some holes, right? Yeah. And they got to be real good football players, bro. That's a really yeah. – that are starters and that you look at them and go, man, we got a guy. Jack Campbell, little lines, inside back, and he took last year one pick. Uh, he didn't Iowa, even start right? the beginning of the year. He came Iowa, on during right? the year. And yeah. you look at him, he's going to be right next to Alex next year. Uh, Right next to Anzal, Alex Anzal next year. Yeah. It's going to be him and Jack Campbell. Yeah. And he's probably going to be – a. Real, real good. That's all I'm saying, man. Yeah. You know, I, I get it that Yazudu's in it. Okay, they're nice plays. Okay, yeah, we got this. You know, Wandell looks like he's gonna be an impact kid down the road. He does. I give yeah. I give Joe credit there. Yeah. Let Wandell be healthy. You know, and, and people have ripped Slayton and wanted him gone. Folks, you don't realize what an what an X threat on the outside that could go deep and run an eight route, how much it free frees a slot guy. Yeah, he did, and he's doing. He did those. He did that a lot without a number one receiver on the other side yeah. too. So, yeah. so okay. So on all that stuff. So uh, that's all I'm saying, man. That's all I'm saying because this isn't even remotely close to a playoff roster. Not even remotely close. 
you know? It's so. Big Blue 56. They got to learn how to deal with stunts. Yes, hopefully Brasillo can help with that. I can't believe we're still having that conversation. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. No, we so, said it too. We said it too. Hey, you have to add another corner. Go ahead, Chris. Yeah, yeah. No, no, that was it. So send yeah. us send us some questions of anything else. Uh, you know, next week, in a couple of weeks, free agency, well, three weeks, whatever is free agency. We'll see what happens with the tag, you know. Um, so, yeah, you got to get, look, I see John Creed, Dex misses Dalvin Thompson, who had a really good year for the Browns. You know, I, I, I look, Dex needs some help up there. No question about it. Now, I like what, um, a Sean Robinson, he's a free agent. We'll see if they try to bring him back. You got to bring back some guys, Jerry. Yeah, right. right. Who's all these free agents? I mean, oh, then you got to replace them too. Then I'll add safety to it. Right. You yeah. got to bring some back. Yes. Yeah. You know, Alex, I see a question by Alex Nags here. I fear that Shane Dibble feel that he make drastic moves to save their jobs. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't feel that. You know, I, I don't. I don't think that's the case. Um, now, is there a little more pressure because you know you're six and eleven? Year three, all that stuff. Yeah, no question about it. But I, I do not ever sense that Shane and Dave will pull panic moves, yeah, re- reach moves because oh, right. we got to win this year, right? You know, I, I don't. I could be wrong in that, but that's not this feeling I get from these two guys. And John P is right. Number one wide receiver is the biggest impact you can make at six in twenty twenty four. You're absolutely right. Too many top ten quarterback. Yes, yeah. but again, if you if you feel like you have a guy, get him. But I get it. If you stay at six. I'm with you, Chris. I think receiver is the smartest move. Any of those three, I would love. I'm not obviously Harrison's one, but I, you know, either Adunze or Neighbors would be a number one by just showing up at MetLife Stadium. They're the number one receiver. Mm-hmm. So yes, yeah, especially Jerry. You know, if this quarterback thing doesn't work, right? I mean, right. you're going with Daniel next year. You're going with Daniel no matter what. So get him. You know, we got to get this kid a weapon, right? Yeah. Or do they go look to me? I, I like I said, I, I think if the quarterback thing doesn't work, it's going to be wide receiver. But there's going to be a, probably a couple of big tackles out there too, right? So, so, so Tom to asked, do you think you'd see Tibbs playing with his hand in the ground ever? You're probably going to see that a little bit with Shane Bowen. Probably going to see that. He's like he's basically a four man rush guy. You could see that, you know. Um, so. You know, uh, look, and I'm not down on Tibbs. You know, he's had a nice year last year, 11 and a half sacks and all that stuff. And, you know, um, you know, in all fairness, and I always like to keep it real, you know, 11 and a half sacks, a lot of them were cleanup sacks. Okay. It wasn't just beat your man one-on-one, boom, right by him and boom, you dropped the quarterback. A lot of them was clean up. Uh, But Tibbs did a lot of good things. I think he'll get better. No question about it, you know. Yeah. Um, So, We'll see what happens, bro. But uh, you know, like John I said, asked, yeah, good. I'm sorry, Joe. Like I said, you got three picks in the top 47. Come on, man. You know, John asks a good question. Top five free agents that we've let walk that you wish we could have back. Ooh, that's a hell of a question, man. Zeitler, Dalvin, and Ingram. That's three good mm-hmm. ones. <clears throat> Probably Zeitler right now, right? Can yeah, really use him right Who else would it be <laughs> besides those two? You know? <laughs> um. Well, we traded what BJ Hill. That's a great question by Liam, player. too. Yeah, yeah. BJ <clears> Hill <throat> was a trade by Dave, right? For Billy Price. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, so uh good question by Liam right here. You know, how are we getting pressure with four? Watch a good question. <laughs> I don't know. You know, Bones are not a big blitz guy, man. I pointed this out. You know, he likes rushing four and <clears throat> Liam. Uh, we couldn't even get much pressure with blitzes last year a lot of the time. So um, that's going to be – look, guys, like, so what's going to have to happen? Well, you know, each year is different. Hey, Ojolari's healthy, big impact on the edge. I know you're laughing at me, but, hey, it could happen. Thibodeau uh, elevates we, we, we thought he was going to have more sacks than Thibodeau. Right? Yeah. So, you know, Aziz is healthy. He has a big year. There's your pressure. There's Tibbs on the other side. There's pressure. That's how you do it. You got Dex, you know, Dex obviously up the middle. And, you know, guys have to step up, whoever they might draft, free eight, whatever the hell is. But that's going to be a lot of it. A lot of it's going to be a four-man look, you know. Third and sixes, you're going to see a lot of four-man looks with Shane Bowen. Crunch Bunch asks a good question. Yeah. Bowen's defense relied heavily on good safety play in Tennessee. Yeah. Do you yeah, think that has point. any sway with negotiating with McKinney? Good question. Yeah. That's a great point, Crunch Bunch, because <clears> um, Kevin Byard played really well on the Shane Bowen in Tennessee. You Not know? so much um, in Philly. You know, so – yeah, that's a that's a good point. I think McKinney will excel more. I really do in Shane Bowen's system. I okay. do. I, that's a great point by him. It's all about systems, you know, and all that stuff. You know what you're looking for. 
you know, how guys could get better in different systems. Um, that's a great point by Crunch Bunch. I think it was Crunch Bunch, right? Yeah, Crunch Bunch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, will it have any sway in negotiating with McKinney? Um, it, 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 look, it's possible. I think McKinney would be better with Bowen's system. Mm-hmm. I really do. Um, but as far as money, we'll see how much they value McKinney and the safety position and the money-wise and all that stuff. Like I said, Jerry, the Giants don't have a ton of cap money yet, man. You know, right. they have to fill a lot of holes. But this is look. another good point. Um, actually, Richie's Dan. Sorry, I got I got to get somebody else in here. Is he to be playing for a new contract? Could lead to a big year. Yeah, <laughs> very possible. Absolutely. Hey, if he play, hey, who was that, Richie? If he plays, he plays seventeen games. You trying to tell me he can't come up with twelve sacks? Are you are you, what are you, are you kidding me? Right. You know so. And he like and like that point. It is his contract year, Jerry. We all know what happens in contract <clears> years a lot of times. By the way, I said McCarthy might be the most polarizing. They might be Penix based on everybody kind of going back and forth on this now. <laughs> um, you know, look, I, I like Penix, I do, but it was a little alarming at the the championship game. I I, I get that they were overmatched, but I, I just felt like I was watching Daniel Jones with the rush. That's all. It was like, okay, I mean, this is how he's reacting. It is what it is. He's can't you know he doesn't have all day to throw so you know he's i get it it's it, it's tough though that's yeah. that's that's what the you know that's what the evaluation's for but i i he's another one i should have said that is kind of polarizing people are very strong one way or very strong the other that's what you're gonna see this time of year man oh <laughs> this is a good point john creep can't have a lefty with evan neal <laughs> i didn't even think of that yeah oh my god that's hilarious <laughs> that's funny <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? Penix will be murdered the first week of <laughs> no, so. yeah, that's a good boy. That's that's interesting too. But uh 86 watching guys, thank you wow. for joining. My god, wow. um thank you. Please please hit the thumbs up uh if you get a chance on YouTube. Um, but you asked me, I'll ask you, do you agree that it's guard, Chris, that they go after first? I, I would think so. I agree. We're not with first, you. but the biggest upgrade. I, I agree with you. I think yeah. that's gonna be one of the guys that are gonna look. Yeah, I do, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I think we're safe to say we got to do something this offensive line again. Yeah. So, yeah, if you're going to spend some money and they're going to spend some money in free agency, try to show up that line. Bring in a guard over here, man. You know. Now, someone asked before about Gabe Davis. What do you think about him coming over? To me, it's yeah, he's good. He's a nice player. He's good, but he's not a one. I, I want a one. Like, I'd rather have a one and no other upgrades at receiver. Then bring in a, a, a bunch of guys. You know what I mean? Like Gabe Davis, a nice player, but br- give me that number one receiver with Wandale, Darius Slayton, a hopefully healthy Waller, you know, Bellinger in his third year, and I'll be okay with that. So, yep, yep. Uh, Gabe Davis, well, I guess because of the Buffalo connection. I don't know. Yeah, I, that's not a guy to spend, you know, he's a nice player, right. Gabe. He's a two, though. You know, that's not a guy to spend a lot of money on. Right. You, you know, if you get a guy up there and, Sixth overall pick, and he's really good on an outside, whatever. Like a kid like Neighbors, you know, and all that stuff. And Darius is your two. That's you know, not a yeah, bad Chuck, two. Not Chuck, a bad two, right? Hyatt too. Yes, Chuck. And you. then you have Jalen Hyatt. Right. Of right, course. Right. Jalen's in a mix next year. Are you kidding me? Jalen could be a, could could be taking a huge step next year. Yeah. I, f- I actually forgot about Jalen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You I, could take. You know? I just said I said one one Dale Slate. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine the speed, Jerry? Like, say you go out and you draft. A kid like neighbors or something, you know what I mean? Or yeah. somehow another Marvin winds up. Oh my, oh my uh, you never know where these drafts are gonna go. Probably not, but you never know with these damn drafts. You yeah, you never know. Yeah, and and or even the kid Rome. You know, you you put him. You talk about the speed, man. How about that, Slayton, the the, the, the number one pick, and then Hyatt. You know, yeah, no one catches Ooh. Slayton now. I mean, my God, you know? burning yeah. people down the field. Yeah, yeah. So you know, but uh, that's uh, that'll be an interesting combination. But it's all gonna—it's all gonna mean squat if your quarterback doesn't have time to throw the ball. I'm sick of tired of saying this. Big Blue Fifty Six asks, "What veteran backup could you see signing if they don't?" I—I I, I don't think they would. I think they—I I think they just have Jones. Maybe they keep Taylor and Devito. No, I don't. I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens with Taylor. Like I reported a couple weeks ago, they, they want to bring him back. Yeah. So. um now it depends on the money and all that stuff. It's almost like DeVito is going to end up being the odd man out if they draft the quarterback. No? I agree. Or, or if they draft the quarterback, then they're not keeping Taylor. Sign a veteran, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That, that's going to be well, interesting. It's going to be free agencies before the draft. That's the thing about it, right? So we'll see right. what happens. Yeah. Yeah, good point. 
So what do they yeah. do? <laughs> I don't know. They bring Taylor back. It'd be Jones, Taylor, and DeVito. And then if they draft a court, if they you know pull this off and draft a quarterback, then DeVito's gonna be uh, doing this out the door. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Popularity is gone. Wow. Yeah, well, it's a business, right? No, I know. It's just they're showing him on, you know, all these promos and everything. It's crazy what this guy, the mileage he's getting from this. Yeah, God bless him, you know. <laughs> Tom, you had such... Doesn't mean he's going to be around here Tom, long, but Tom, you him. had such good comments till this one. Come on, Tom. What? Sam Donald would be a good fit if available. Oh, God. <laughs> I'll say this. What, as a I backup? Mean, yeah, I've oh, never talking been, about the starter. I, I think he means back. I think he means backup. Oh, backup. Okay. All right. Listen. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I've never been more right about a quarterback in my life. <laughs> when the giant, maybe you don't like it to took Barkley. Fine. I did not want Sam Darnold. I didn't get it. I was watching a lot of college football that year because yep, we were picking yep. second. I'm like, this guy is a turnover machine. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. Don't let that. Uh, you know. Played on, he played with Shanahan last year. Mm. And, uh, you know, oh. Shanahan's, Shanahan's system's gonna make a quarterback look pretty good. You know, so uh, with a few times he played, so uh, yeah. So uh, I wouldn't be uh, sold on Donald, but we'll see. There's, I, you know, there's a lot of good veterans out there. There's gonna be some decent veterans out there. You know. Yeah, Tom saying as a backup. Now we get it, buddy. Here we go. Oh, I, as a backup. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's not, what I thought. Tom, big, that's what I thought. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a big. Unless I was gonna send you for a drug test uh, if, uh, if you meant as a starter. Brian asked a good one. If Saquon walks, how do we keep opposing teams from laughing at our play action? Yeah, okay. We have to get another running back in. That's another thing. Okay. Numbers at position number seven. Bring it in. You draft, you know. Right. Hopefully but I'm saying that's that's another hit home. It's another yeah. triple you gotta hit. Like, yeah, yeah. Hopefully you draft it back, man. You know. I know. Kevin you know says, what? I don't know why. Go ahead, but I no. like this every great kid. If what's that? I like this every great in, in the mix next year as a, in a rotation as yeah. a running back next year. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Kevin McWalker says Jones, DeVito, McCarthy. Okay. And McCarthy. Yeah. Well, there's a McCarthy guy. See? Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Oh, um, yes, Dan. Don't feel bad. Remember the hype over Josh Rosen. I remember going on. <laughs> I remember coming on the podcast saying my buddy met him and he had no interest in talking football. And we got ripped for that comment. I remember that, man. We got, I got destroyed for that. Like, who the hell, who do you know? You don't know what he's thinking. Okay. Okay. My opinion, mm -hmm. my one interaction with my buddy had with him. He had no interest in talking right. football. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, good man. stuff. Yeah, I was calling that kid a tomato from day one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right, dude. Um, you remember when I asked Gettleman, is football really everything to this kid? Do you remember when I asked Gettleman? Yeah, right, right, right. right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Gettleman was like, oh, yeah. He's, oh, yeah. I don't know what that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, I hate to say it, but some dope Chris Bisignano was right, Dave. All right. You, you also got Dave with the, uh, when you asked him about corners, or he said Connors, corners, and he said, "Um, uh, he was almost surprised. He was like, uh, yeah, yeah, we 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 like corners." And they took DeAndre Baker, yeah, yeah. Corey Ballantyne, yeah, yeah, pretty funny. So, yeah, how fast the start next year? Well, they'll be uh, starting a real slow start, Tommy. Tom, if we don't if we don't jump out to, if you think that's not going to happen, two and zero, barely mistaken. <laughs> Oh my God, oh and one, it's gonna start. Oh my God, it, it, it better be zero and one or zero and three with real tough, tough losses. Where the team looks good but loses two, three yeah. tough ones. Twenty-one twenty, not forty to nothing. If they're two and five, and the team's looking mediocre, if you don't think that Belichick stuff is gonna start, you're out of your mind. Not you know? good stuff, so. dude. Um, one more. You know what? Yeah. What do we got? Do we I got? actually like Marcus Mariota as a backup. I don't. Oh, I don't dislike him. It? Yeah, you wouldn't have a problem with it. Yeah, that's a good you one. Yeah, yeah, whatever problem. There's there's a bunch of guys, you know, out there. I'm just gonna be on the market. Yeah, for backups, and they're gonna make a little money, bro. Some of these guys, it's yeah. important. Look what Flacco did right last year for the Browns. Flacco off the couch. Look at Gardner Minshew. He almost got the Colts in the playoffs. I mean, God. Come on. yeah, you know, yeah. And with these quarterbacks getting hurt, like it's a it's a valuable position, man. You can't just you can't just have who was our Glennon. Mike Lennon, you can't have a Mike Lennon. Yeah, no, he or, was horrific. He was Jake Fromm. No, he was horrific. You know, oh so yeah. Hey Jerry, you know, I put something on Twitter. I think it was last night, two nights ago, man. How interesting is this division going to be? With all these new coordinators all over the damn place. Oh, it's going to be interesting to it's see. It's going to be also, fascinating this year, next year, man. To see how I, I'm, I'm fascinated on a number of, mm. of fronts. I'm, I'm fascinated with what 
the commanders are doing how it seems like they're getting their act together. Um, mm. But also Dan Quinn felt like a, I don't know, like a second choice for that job. I, it doesn't <laughs> seem like he was the number one, but I think he'll get them to respectability, right? Especially right. with Kingsbury there, right? Kingsbury's there, yeah. Right. Yeah. Now, I, the, the most interesting to me is the Eagles because of the way they lost their coordinators. It was, you know, <laughs> Wink and Dable had their issue. He's gone. They got rid of McGahey. Um, but these seemed like they were choices from Dable, whereas Sirianni seemed like the choices were above. And I just want to see how that locker room, if that locker room can stay together, because that could get you talk about could get ugly in New York if things go awry in Philly. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Well, what a shame that would be. No, oh, yeah, right, right. Hey, hey, Jerry, speaking yeah. of Eagles and corners, what the hell was the thing? When we were doing a preview of the NFC East last year in training camp, yeah, what was the what was the number one thing we talked about when it yeah. came to the Eagles? They lost their coordinators. It's going to be a big deal. Now it didn't it didn't bear fruit till week twelve, but it ended up happening. Jerry, it's a seventeen game season, brother. Yep. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, we said and it. Both of them are gone. Yep. Yeah. Team was in turmoil. Locker room. Nobody. Everybody was pissed off at the coordinators. They didn't like the AJ Brown was pissed off every three seconds. Right. Yeah. yeah. We talked about it, brother. Yep. We talked about it. Yeah, we did. Hey, they got two new quarters. We're going to see how this works out. Right? Yeah. Chuck Eagles says relying on Big Dom in 2025. Dom. What do you mean? The security guy? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe he could play. Yeah, for them. Yeah. But when it was funny because Jonathan Gannon was so unpopular in Philly, too. Oh, yeah. Un I mean, they just, they couldn't, they ran him out of town. Well, they're okay. Okay. How about Shane Statue? Did they miss them? Exactly. Cardinal said, we'll take Gannon. Come on, let's go. Yeah, I think Gannon's going to do a pretty good. Yep. Let him get some more pieces down there in Arizona. Absolutely. How about Shane Stetson? He almost made the playoffs with a backup quarterback. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Pretty good. Well, I'm interested. So you asked about the division. I'm interested in that aspect as well. Mm. And then Dallas going to uh, to Zimmer from Quinn. I, that's a little bit of a downgrade, I guess. I, I don't know. I, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm lukewarm on that one. I don't know what to think. I think, I don't think Mike McCarthy's a good coach, but they, they're good every year. So I, I don't, I don't, I don't know what to think in Dallas. I just know that they have a quarterback that's never going to get them over the hump ever. Yeah. Well, nobody's going to argue with that, bro. Right. If you want an NFL national show right now, nobody's going to well, argue with that. That's right, Kevin. Yes. Commanders hired Bobby Johnson. Good point. Yes. So they didn't well, do everything. They haven't done everything. Yeah. <laughs> right. well, we'll see, you know? Yeah. We'll see. Um, but coordinators, look, Mike Zimmer's back, you know, Dallas. Yeah. He's going to be very aggressive. That's you know, he's, he's more aggressive than Quinn. Quinn just played that man-to-man -man stuff, but he, Zim is going to – he'll be sending you – know, he's famous for those double-A gap blitzes. So it's, you know, and then you got Kingsbury and Washington. You know, Micah, and, Micah Parsons is not going to drop into coverage very much. <laughs> you know, yeah, right. And you got – you know, and then Quinn brings over his boy from Dallas, you know, Joe Witt Jr. What kind of coordinator is he going to be? You know, who right. knows? Kingsbury doesn't have his boy, uh, Kyle Murray. We'll see what kind of coordinator he is. And then Kellen Moore, who Dallas fans made then, fun of, is now in Philly. Right, right. And uh, Kellen Moore, who never saw a pass he didn't like, is over there in Philly. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, Jalen Hurts, you could have him throwing the ball 38 times a game. I don't know. We'll see. And, and now the doubt has creeped into the Philly fan about Jalen Hurts. I mean, you should hear it. Absolutely. Guy. Love it. Uh, well, Love we all know that, right? Yeah. You went from MVP to bust. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, yeah. and then, you know, their coordinators, the Fangio, you know, we all know uh, guys that we right. all know. Look, it's. It's not a mystery, these guys. We know what they could do. They've been in the league, you know, but it's going to be next year's division is going to be fascinating, dude. All these new faces, you know, yeah, coordinators yeah. and one new head coach and Quinn. We're all familiar. Who do, you, who do you think was the best hire of all of them? Coordinator wise? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Man, that's a tough one. Uh, Absolutely, then. Yes. Philly cool. Radio. Oh, Philly radio when they get made at Kellen Moore is gonna yeah. be beautiful. They're damn right yeah. it is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wait till they throw the ball on throw a uh, throw the ball on a third and one when they should be running with hurts. Wow, wait. Push push. Uh, so of all the coordinators, mm. who do you say that's that's a good hire? Probably although Zimmer, probably Zimmer. Okay. I, was I, like, thought say, I thought you'd say Kingsbury. I'm not a big yeah, I like Cliff, but okay. you know, I thought Zimmer was a very good coordinator back in the day, and his okay. defenses dropped when he became head coach, it wasn't as good. Um, but I always thought Mike was a pretty good coordinator when he was, you know, for years he was a coordinator. Yeah. So I think that might be the best one, you know, for Dal, you know, getting Zimmer over there, just concentrate on defense and that's it. You know, and yeah. he's gonna, obviously he's got talent over there in that defensive side of the ball. So, right. Um, 
Kingsbury and you know, Witt, I, look, we don't know how Witt Jr. is going to be as a coordinator. You know, uh, you know what? F Fangio, uh, yeah, I'm not a big, big Fangio guy either. He's not bad, but uh, I'll stick with Zimmer. <laughs> I'll stick with Zimmer. Nice. He's going to bring mm -hmm. a different attitude down here in Dallas. It's going to be different. Yeah. You know, yep. Quinn loved that man to man stuff. And, you know, and Zimmer's going to blitz a lot more than Quinn. You know, it's going to be interesting, man. It's going to be those division games too, because Quinn against Dallas, you know, all that stuff. It's going to be yeah. fascinating, you know. So, yep. Uh, good stuff, dude. We're over an hour. Guys, I want to thank you all for joining. I think we peaked at like 89 or 90 people tonight. That's awesome. We'll do a live. We'll do a live one next week as well. Um, and we'll keep this going. Um, thank you for all for joining. Chris, anything else yeah. you have to say? No, no. We'll see everybody next week as we get closer to uh, – uh, next week's the Combine. We'll talk a little bit about the Combine. Yeah. Uh, the kick-up Wednesday or something, whatever it is. But we'll talk about – maybe we'll do next Friday or something, Jerry. We'll have a couple of days into the Combine see anybody yeah. talk yeah. about it. I'm not a big Combine guy. No, I mean, talk about the 40. Yeah. Uh, you could talk about some 40s, jumps. Um, I, got a little, runs. I got a little formula that a lot of scouts like to use at a certain number. I'm going to put it on Twitter next week, and we'll talk about it on the podcast. And a lot of scouts like to use at a certain number. They put oh, nice. three things together. All right. Um, vertical, you know, and explosions, with, you know, this and that. And I, some of the things that, you know, well, I'll be on Twitter on it too, but some of the things we'll talk about in the podcast, some of the things I look for at the Combine, Jerry. You know? Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about what the hell you look at. If you even – I'm not going to watch. I, I'm going to watch some of it, Jerry. I got to be honest yeah, with you. Right, same. You know, you know, and I'm not – not a big combine guy. I got to be honest with you. No, sorry. No. I know it's built up now. This big spectacle. <laughs> the NFL has somehow made the combine, you know, a big spectacle and people watch it. But, you know, uh, I, I could tell you this, Jerry. Scouts and coaches, they, they like the combine. You know, you get to interview these kids and all that's big. That's big, you know. Yeah, right, right, right. right. Things on that's the field, a lot of them, they look for certain things and they don't get that excited about stuff. Right, kids running around in shorts, you know. So yep. uh, with no one rushing at him. The big thing about the combine, really seriously, is you look at forty so certain things, and mm -hmm. you interview these kids. A lot of them, some of them. You know? yes. Then obviously you interview and you bring them in the building, 30, 30 visits down the road. But they get to get a little feel on some of these kids, you know. So uh, yeah. that's what's good about it. Good stuff, dude. All right, guys, we'll be back next week, live stream probably. Uh, Sundays are giant days. Take care, everybody. Bye, bye, everybody.